Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. As a people who now live under a new realm, the realm of the Holy Spirit, our thinking must no longer conform to our old ways of living, which is living in the flesh. So sa madaling salita, dahil tayo ngayon ay nabubuhay na sa panibagong uri ng pamumuhay, hindi na katulad nun dati. We are now living in the new realm of the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm talking to those who have received Christ as Lord. You and I are now living in a new system of, uh, you know, uh, divine providence and uh, work. Uh, tayo po ay in the Spirit or living by the power of the Spirit. And so our lives are no longer the same. We are a new creation. Uh, and so therefore, yung buhay natin, uh, should be affected, you know, in all the different uh, parts of our uh, being. So, hindi na tayo pwedeng mabuhay na katulad nun dati, which we call living in the flesh, or in other words, living by, by your own natural ability, apart from God, uh, only on your own uh, ikanga, uh, will or desire, no? Not necessarily puro evil, but whether good or bad, you know, if it's just by your own effort, the Bible calls it flesh. And we're no longer living in that kind of reality. Tayo po ay in the spirit na. And, you know, I'll be talking more and more about that uh, uh, as we go on. But anyway, uh, therefore, we cannot continue to live our lives like those who do not know God. Instead, we must be representatives of God. Imago Dei, the image of God. That is the purpose of God sa atin. The gospel affects everything in our lives. Lalo-lalo na yung our relationships. And we have started to look into uh, our relationships with one another. No? Sa previous nating uh, pag-uusap. You know, yung relationship in the body of Christ. Uh, you know, yung practicing community ship as we talked about it. Now, basically, this is really essential na pagbabago. Our new way of worshiping the Lord, which has to do with uh, our thinking uh, being transformed and renewed. Okay? Uh, but also, it affects all other relationships, hindi lang within the church. Kailangan maunawaan natin that as God's people, we are now called to live a life of love. And that extends even outside of the church. At ngayon, we want to talk about yung relationship natin with governing authorities. We must learn how to uh, be submissive to toward governing authorities. Now, beyond that, of course, is to the rest of uh, you know, people out there. How are we to relate with them? Yan ang pag-uusapan natin in the... Uh, coming days, well, tomorrow, actually. So, today, we're going to start with governing authorities. At basahin natin yung Romans uh, 13, uh, verse 1 to 7, one of the most debated yata na passage <coughs> sa New Testament, dahil tungkol sa gobyerno. 
So basahin natin yung Romans 1 to 7 and then we'll pray and have some thoughts on this. Sige po, basahin natin. First of all, sabi sa verse 1, okay, everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. And then, so, you know, verse 2, consequently, he who rejects, uh, he who rebels pala, uh, against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Verse 3, for rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Uh, do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Uh, then do what is right, and he will commend you. Verse 4, for he is God's servant to do you good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword for nothing. He is uh, God's servant, an agent of wrath, to bring punishment to the wrong uh, on the wrongdoer. Uh, therefore, verse 5, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also because of conscience. Verse 6, this is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. So give everyone you what you owe him. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Ayan po, purihin ang ating Panginoon. So tayong lahat po ay uh, manalangin. Let's all pray and um, ask God to uh, speak to us by His grace and through the power of the Holy Spirit. No, Tayo po ay manalangin. Lord, uh, indeed itong passage na to is controversial. And uh, guide us, Panginoon. So that as, uh, Lord, as I expound on it, I would do so with integrity, with honesty, transparency, and of course, higit sa lahat, faithfulness. So Lord, tulungan mo po kami sa pag-uusap namin tungkol dito. And I pray, O God, that in your mercy, uh, that we would come to a better understanding of what this passage is all about. Thank you, Panginoon. Salamat po, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. And amen. All right. So, okay, tayo po ay uh, mag-usap tungkol dito. How to relate with governing authorities. Because uh, there seems to be a lot of uh, controversy, no? Nag, uh, maraming pagtatalo. And of course, tapos na yung eleksyon. So, wag na tayo magtalo-talo tungkol sa sino ba yung binoto mo or whatever. Tapos na yan. Meron nang uh, na-elect, Okay. So let's talk about things that pertain to how we are to relate with governing authorities. Now, you know, very plain and simple, sinasabi ni, you know, Paul dito sa Romans 13 verse 1 to 7, uh, that we must be submissive sa governing authorities. I mean, that is quite clear. Uh, what is not clear is ano ba ibig sabihin nun and how do we apply that, Okay. So, why Christians should be submissive toward governing authorities uh, is our, you know, question for today. And, of course, you know, what we see here are two reasons, okay, kung bakit dapat tayo maging uh, submissive, okay? 
So, pag-usapan natin yung two reasons na yon and let's see if we can, you know, uh, apply it uh, in a responsible manner sa panahon natin ngayon. Because, you know, you have to understand, uh, sa pag-aaral ng Bible on scriptures, the first task is not to apply it agad sa buhay natin. The first task is to understand its uh, most likely original meaning, no? Uh, pag sinabi natin most likely because, you know, we're trying to be humble enough to admit na yung reading natin, you know, is not perfect. Maybe there are things that may uh, enlighten us more, you know, as time goes by. Pero, kumbaga, yung work of trying to interpret the scriptures is a community work. It's a work of the body of Christ. So, kailangan tayo magkaroon ng humility in trying to interpret the scriptures. Pero nevertheless, with the tools na meron tayo, with enough uh, humility, we can come to the most likely original intended meaning. And that's the goal of uh, Bible study, first and foremost. Bago natin isipin ano ba application ito sa atin, let's try to figure out kung ano most likely ang ibig sabihin ni Paul when he wrote this. Uh, to his original audience, which are the churches in Rome. So, uh, first of all, let's understand yung context, di ba? Uh, Paul, siyempre, is a Jew. So, therefore, yung kanyang pananaw uh, tungkol sa mga authorities is influenced uh, through the scriptures, you know, as a person who grew up studying the Old Testament. And, of course, they have a long history of uh, engaging with different kinds of kings and authorities and so forth. And if we base it, uh, you know, the Old Testament, uh, a, a Jew like Paul, of course, would understand and would uh, hear repeatedly uh, sa Old Testament, yung katuroan na God is sovereign, you know, uh, He is Lord of all, even sa mga earthly kings, you know, regardless kung sino yun. He brings them up, he brings them down, you know, for example, so 1 Samuel chapter 1, yung, uh, yung pinatawag na pawang poem ni, you know, ni Hannah, you know. Um, there are many scriptures that teach that, you know, na basically, ang mga hari dito sa mundo, ah, hindi sila ang bossing, you know. But rather, it is the Lord, you know. So, alam ni Paul yan, and of course, also, we have to understand that he, in spite of our hindi lang na siya ay Jew, he's also a Roman citizen living in a authoritarian uh, kind of uh, government, no? Kung saan merong emperor, you know, and he's basically in charge of everything, and you cannot question that. So I think dapat mo dapat natin consider yun when we are trying to study this uh, letter, no, or this particular passage, kasi yun ang context ni Paul. He's not. He's not uh, familiar with yung democratic processes natin. So, wag tayo agad-agad nag-jump, no? Parang ganito ba ibig sabihin ni Paul sa situation natin? O masama ba yung, for example, if we uh, criticize the government, kunyari, uh, because of uh, our democratic process, you know, we have to take those two, those things into consideration kasi uh, yun yung context ni Paul. Eh. So, we have to understand first yung how uh, he was, uh, you know, yung context niya and why is he saying what he is saying. So, very important yan, no, sa pag-interpret natin ng scripture. Before we even try to apply it, 
sa current situation natin, no? Um, taking it, taking into consideration na may mga bagay na totoo ngayon sa panahon natin na hindi totoo nung time niya. So, is, we have to understand yung prinsipyo that he is trying to tell us, okay? Uh, so that yung application natin would be legitimate at hindi yung parang imposing upon the text what is not there. Alright, so having said that, ano yung dalawang reasons, you know? Um, I think, first of all, uh, the reason that Paul is trying to emphasize dito uh, is yung because of God's authority, okay? Because, because of God's authority. That's the reason why na dapat yung mga mananampalataya should submit to governing authorities because the most important thing is to submit to God's authority, okay? Now, again, let's put this in the proper literary context kasi we are now in chapter 13, okay, of the book of Romans. So, therefore, ang context nitong sinasabi ni Paul is the gospel, and we cannot separate this from the gospel, itong sinasabi niya rito sa talatang ito, no? In other words, it's because we are now a new people who are living in a new realm of the Spirit uh, because of what Jesus Christ has done on the cross and beyond the cross, sa kanyang resurrection and ascension, and He is now sitting as Lord of all, you know, at the right hand of the Father. Yun yung context nito. And He is telling believers now, who are living in the Spirit, to live in a new way. Now, pag hindi natin naiintindihan niya, we'll just take this passage out of context and say, oh, submit, submit tayo, without really understanding that this is part of our submission to God first and foremost. Kasi what Paul has clearly explained in the first part of the book of Romans, from chapter 1 all the way to, you know, uh, chapter the end of chapter 11, you no. Know, Kinlarify niya, you know, that we have been under God's wrath because of sin, because of our rebelliousness. So God has he has brought His Son, you know, He has given His Son to die on the cross to deliver us from our sins and to make us a new kind of people. And so being a new kind of people ngayon, we are now to live differently unlike uh, before. Iba na yung orientation natin because we are now born again no in the spirit therefore itong pagsubmit no sa, uh, sa governing authorities has the proper should have the proper context it's because we are submitting ourselves to god's authority uh, first and foremost now let's uh, look at this uh, passage now okay sabi sa verse 1 everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. So this is the, really the main thesis of this passage, okay? Now, let's just, ano natin, just ex examine this closely. You know? Sabi ni Paul, everyone, okay, so that, walang exception yun. Everyone, that means all the believers that he is addressing, all Christians, must submit himself. Now, which means na, the, the, this is a choice. It is not forced upon you. It is a willing choice ng isang mananampalataya to submit himself to the governing authorities. So, he's referring, you know, in general, sa lahat ng mga tao na may kapangyarihan, no? Uh, na may kinalaman sa governing o gobyerno. 
Uh, and then he explains, for there is no authority. Walang, you know, he's referring to the governing authorities. Walang authority except that which God has established. And the authorities that uh, exist have been established by God. So, inulit pa niya. So, you know, we, we need to understand. First of all, pag, you know, when we read the word submit, agad naiisip natin dito parang obey and sometimes even obey without thinking, you know. Pero submit is a Pauline word. Submit is a favorite word of the Apostle Paul, lalo-lalo na when he is teaching believers how to live their lives. In other words, uh, it's better, I believe, to, to, to translate that, be submissive. In other words, magkaroon tayo ng attitude na hindi tayo parang pasaway o rebelde, no? But our attitude is now like that of Christ, no? We do not exalt ourselves. We should be submissive. So Paul has a submissive theology. Submit theology, if I may call it. Not submissive, but submit theology. Meaning to say, paulit-ulit yung sinasabi yan. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For example, say Ephesians 5.21. No, yung mga wives, sabi niya, submit to your husbands. No, yung word na yun, submit, you know, hupastaso, no, in in the Greek, does not, you know, does not mean na parang, well, parang alila na nagsasubmit ka kahit anong ipagawa sa'yo, no? So, for example, wife, submit to your husband. So, kahit anong ipagawa sa'yo ng husband mo, uh, sasubmit ka, mag-o-obey ka. Submiss, submission is an attitude of loneliness, of spirit. In other words, we are to be a, a people na hindi parang, you know, uh, anti-authority, na parang pasaway, laging nagre-rebelde, laging nalang kontra. We are to be a people of gentleness, you know, and humility. So, itong sinasabi ni Paul na submit, you know, himself to the governing authorities, this really has to do with the basic Christian um, mindset or attitude, you know, toward those in authority. Uh, most likely, nung time na yun, uh, you know, historians have already pointed this out, na, you know, maraming mga Christians at that time who felt na parang they have the right to to rebel, you know, to be rebellious kasi they are now free in Christ, etc. So Paul is trying to most likely balance that attitude by saying, no, we still live in the world, we still uh, are under uh, people who have authority over us. For example, ang mga anak should be submissive to their parents. So this is all the basic Christian attitude, no? And in fact, Paul is going to give us some idea kung ano sinasabi niya sa submission, and it's not like what others um, mean by it. Kasi for some people, pag sinabing submit, is parang hindi ka pwedeng magsalita o hindi ka pwedeng, uh, you know, mag comment or whatever, basta sunod ka lang. You know, this is not the kind of submission that the Bible teaches. No? Otherwise, yung mga wives, hindi na pwede magsalita or mga anak, hindi na pwede magsalita or even Christians to one another. Kasi sabi, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So, hindi na tayo magsasalita sa isa't isa. You know, that's not really the meaning of submission. It's more may kinalaman sa humility, and gentleness of character kung saan hindi tayo palaaway. Okay? Uh, and in relation to the government, uh, mayroong mga specifics yan that Paul is going to mention sa verse 7. 
kung ano man yung uh, implication no but anyway ang ang medyo minsan na may misunderstand dito hindi lang naman yung submit pero yung explanation ni Paul na for there is no authority except that which God has established okay uh, the authorities that exist have been established by God meaning to say parang an understanding ng mga uh, you know tao diyan is uh, kung sino man yung kunyari sa sa ano natin sa konteksto natin election tayo we are democratic tayo kung sino man yung ma-elect diyan well it is God's will you know parang God's sovereign will well pag ganun yung understanding natin ng word na established then you know si Hitler is God's will si Idi Amin is God's will you know so we are going to have a lot of problems there kasi pag sinabi natin God's will yun ibig sabihin si Lord mismo ang naglagay sa kanya doon kung yun ang ibig sabihin ng established now, you know, if uh, the word established, again, is a New Testament word, no? Because, uh, you know, okay, tingnan natin sa New American Standard Bible yung translation. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. No? So, yun, sa New American Standard Bible, isang best lang binanggit yung established. Okay? And uh, basically, tinutukoy niya that authority which exists. So, kung anumang authority yung na nag-i-exist. Okay? Pero sabi niya, no authority, ex- uh, there, is, for there is no authority except from God. In other words, God is supreme. Okay? God is supreme. And then sabi niya, then those which exist are established by God. The word established in the original Greek uh, uh, language means appointed or uh, assigned. No? In other words, every authority is under God, assigned by God. In other words, meron silang accountability to God. Every authority is accountable to God. So, if we look at the NIV, medyo misleading na konti kasi yung word na established, parang ang point na si Lord ang pumili ng tao na yun, kaya siya yung nandun. Hindi, God has permitted it, uh, allowed a certain person, to be in authority, and so therefore, siya ay accountable to God, being the supreme authority. Okay? Now, let's let's read on, kasi, you know, baka maubusan tayo ng oras. Sabi niya, consequently, he who rebels against the authority, now again, what he's saying dito, sa background nito, is that God is the one who's account, who is the sovereign over all, and every authority, mapa-emperor yan, everything, is accountable to God. So, because we recognize that, we uh, we submit to the authority out of reverence for God. In other words, it's to God that we are submitting ourselves. So, we are recognizing that that person na nakalagay doon sa position na yun, is accountable to God, and God will hold him accountable, and God is able to bring him down or bring him up. No? So, we, we rely on God's sovereignty. So, tayo, willing tayo to be uh, submissive. So, if we rebel, sabi niya, we're rebelling or we're becoming rebels against the authority. No? So, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. In other words, Paul is trying to tell the Christians na ang pag-submit ng natin, pagiging submissive natin sa kahit anong authority, is first and foremost because we recognize God to be sovereign sa buhay natin. So, ganun ang mga wives. We submit to the husbands as to the Lord. Niba? O kaya children submit to their parents uh, in the Lord. So, in other words, ang submission natin is not parang blindly we're submitting to an authority, but rather because we recognize now, over and above that authority is God Himself. 
So the first reason na sinasabi ni Paul sa mga Christians is we do this, itong pagiging submissive, because of God's authority. Okay? Sabi niya sa verse 3, For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. So do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and he will commend you. In other words, God did not call us to become unruly, no? For example, you know, dapat sumusunod tayo sa mga alituntunin ng, ng batas. Uh, hindi tayo dapat, you know, nagdadaya o nagkocross ng uh, kalye na red light. You know, we, we should not be doing those things because that causes disorder, no? We are to live our lives in submissiveness. No, toward those in authority. So, dapat ginagalang natin ang mga police. Hindi natin sinasagasahan yung mga nagtatraffic. You know, ganun, di ba? So, sabi rin sa verse 4, For he is God's servant to do you good, but if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword for nothing. He is God's servant, an agent of wrath to bring, to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. So, what this passage is saying is that God in his sovereignty has allowed, ikanga permitted governments to exist for the purpose of order. So he's talking about an ideal situation. No, Now, simply may mga governments who are not doing that. Again, proper context ito because Paul is, you know, dealing with a different context, you know, yung authoritarian Roman Empire. Tayo naman sa panahon natin, we are in a democratic institution. So, God has allowed that also na tayo mamuhay sa isang democratic institution. Hindi tayo authoritarian. So, hindi hindi kasalanan for us to speak. Hindi kasalanan for us to disagree. Hindi masama for us to uh, point out something na tingin natin mali in government. But we do so with a humble heart. Hindi tayo palaaway. Hindi tayo parang... Uh, dismissive authority. Hindi tayo dapat anti-authority. We must continue to humble ourselves because we are God's people. But hindi, hindi ibig sabihin na if I am, you know, speaking for example or saying something na tingin ko na hindi tama, uh, well, I, I'm not sinning against God because God in His sovereignty has also permitted this kind of government to exist. Itong go- democratic government that we are all participating in. Also, pag sinabing in-establish ni God yan, ang ibig sabihin niyan, they are accountable to God. And so, we respect that and we uh, we put our trust in God, hindi sa governing authority. And so, we submit out of reverence for Christ. We submit because we acknowledge God. We're doing it as Christians. We're doing that submissiveness. Hindi dahil, you know, parang sila ay absolute rulers sa atin. Lahat ng authority sa mundo ay delegated. Delegated authority yan, hindi yan final. You know, so therefore, you know, yung word na established doesn't mean, doesn't mean na it's God's will. Pag na-elect si Idi Amin o si, you know, uh, pag may ginawa ang somebody in authority, wala tayong magagawa dyan kasi will ni Lord yan. This is not what God, uh, what the Bible teaches. What the Bible teaches is that He is sovereign and He has assigned every leader in existence, you know, uh, accountable sila to God. And uh, he he can take them out of that office. He can retain them in that office. You know, um, bagamat may mga proseso tayo, like in our case, mayroon tayong mga election and all of that. Pero, you know, in, in essence, okay, uh, what Paul is saying is that we must submit because of God's authority. Okay? Now, secondly, 
It's because of God's purpose that we must uh, cooperate and be submissive. So, basahin natin itong verse 5 hanggang 7. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities not only because of possible punishment, but also because of conscience. Now, why is Paul saying that? Well, kasi we are God's people. We do not uh, make decisions ng parang hindi tayo nag-iisip, you know? It's because of our moral compass, because we believe in right and wrong. We believe na dapat, you know, uh, wag tayong pasaway, di ba? Hindi tayo, we're, we're the people of God. We're supposed to be doing good. We're supposed to be helping our nation. Okay? Now, again, put that in the proper context. Kasi minsan, agad-agad tayo. Kasi ang mga tao, sanay sila sa ano, yun, authoritarian mindset, eh, no? Uh, may mga tao kasi na pag sinabing will submit, parang ibig sabihin na huwag ka magsasalita, huwag ka magre-reklamo. That's more authoritarianism o yung lording over people. You know, may mga tao that they love to lord over their families. So gusto nila ang government, ganun din, would lord over everybody as hindi pwede magsalita yung mga tao kasi otherwise rebellious sila. Now, we're misunderstanding scripture here. No? It's true na hindi tayo dapat maging rebellious pero if I am pointing out or exercising my right no to speak out in a in a democratic uh, nation I am not rebelling no For, of course kailangan ko bantayan yung puso ko because I may be like that uh, as well so dapat din ako magingat because God doesn't want me to be rebellious so God has given me you know the proper conscience to do what is right uh, and, and not to parang be the cause of the problems in our nation. So, yes, definitely. For example, you know, I, I a person may not necessarily vote for the current ano, uh, administration, but he should not be rebellious, okay? He should be submissive, okay? Uh, for as long as yung mga batas naman are within his conscience, hindi naman siya, hindi nagva-violate ng conscience niya, no? So, uh, the government cannot stop me from worshiping the Lord because that is already beyond their authority. Okay? Uh, pero yung sa ibang mga bagay naman, I, I need to learn to submit to that kasi, kumbaga, may authority sila eh. No? But again, even if, uh, if I may disagree with a certain law, for example, I must do so with a peaceful attitude, hindi yung parang palaaway ako. And so Paul says, you know, this is also why you pay taxes. For the authorities are God's servants who give their full time uh, to governing. You know? So therefore, dapat uh, magkaroon ako ng, ng paggalang sa kanila at hindi yung parang, you know, uh, I'm trying to get some benefit pero hindi ako willing mag-recognize ng role ko o part ko. So yung paying taxes is just one of those examples you know, that Paul is using. Uh, because, uh, you know, that's one way that we can be submissive to the government by acknowledging na sila yung may full-time role. Uh, pero it can be other things like, you know, making sure that we have the right paperwork, kunyari. Uh, we submit dun sa mga dapat na proseso. Uh, so, all of that is part of our being a submissive kind of people, again, in the context of our Christian identity. Now, itong verse, last verse is very important. Sabi niya, give everyone what you owe him. Which means that you don't owe everything in every way to everybody. Merong discernment na kailangan mangyari. Sabi niya, if you owe taxes, okay, so uh, you pay taxes. Uh, if revenue, okay na kailangan, then, then revenue. Uh, if respect, uh, then respect. 
if honor, then honor. Now, th those two things are different, no? In respect is not the same as honor, okay? Uh, to respect, of course, is to acknowledge na ang isang tao has the authority. But to honor is parang to elevate him, no? To elevate that person uh, because of some uh, exemplary uh, characteristic. We don't honor everybody. We don't honor Hitler, okay? We don't oh, We don't honor somebody na hindi naman dapat i-honor. So the Christian is not obligated to honor everybody, okay? But he is to respect. So if somebody is uh, has a, a, a title, for example, nakikita natin sa scripture yan, if he, he is the leader of the people or whatever, we respect that. Pero if he is an evil person or if he is a person who is immoral, I will not honor that person. I will not say, wow, look at this person. I admire him. So I, some people think na pag sinabi natin be submissive, eh, well, kailangan purihin na natin lahat. Hindi uh, natin pwedeng purihin yung hindi naman pwede dapat purihin, di ba? Ang dapat natin i-honor would be those who have exemplary, uh, characteristics who have a servant attitude, yun dapat natin i-honor. Yung mga tao who respect others, yung tao na merong uh, uh, pagkilala sa karapatan ng iba, you know, yeah, we honor those people. Pero, though, you know, let's not expect that we honor somebody na hindi naman talaga gumagawa nung ganun because we are parang misunderstanding the whole idea of uh, right and wrong. So anyway, yan ang sinasabi ni Paul sa atin. So because of God's purpose for us, we are God's people. We are called by God to be contributors to the common good. So hindi tayo dapat maging rebelde or rebellious. So these are the two reasons because of God's authority. Dapat tayo maging submissive because we recognize God is the sovereign ruler of all. Okay, and so the ginagalang natin, anyone in authority, mapamerya, mapapulis, maging mga magulang natin, or even yung, if you're a wife, no, submit to your husband, you do all those things, no? Not because takut ka sa kanila or parang absolute ruler sila, but because we know na they're under God's authority. And so we trust God. We, we do this out of reverence for God. No, tayo ay submissive. And submissive doesn't mean di tayo pwede magsalita, di tayo pwede mag-disagree. Uh, okay? Uh, you know, and remember, yung purpose ni Lord sa atin, that's another reason. God's purpose for us is to be part ng ikang salt and light. And so we are to also have a prophetic role. Hindi masama for Christians to speak what is right and good. Hindi uh, natin pwede sabihin na lahat ng nangyayari because nangyari yan is God's will already. Okay, we need to recognize that which is right and good. God permits uh, things because of you know cause, because of uh, consequence, and because of circumstance. You know that's a whole parang field altogether. Yung tinatawag na the sovereignty of God. Pero wag natin parang ilagay na lang kay Lord lahat ng bagay. Parang palalabasin natin na God is the author of evil. You know. No, there are, there are beings in the world that have their own wills and choices and God permits them, even the evil ones, no, to, to go on. Pero He is not to be blamed for that. So pag pumatay ang isang tao ng kapwa niya, it is not God's will na pumatay siya ng tao. Okay? We cannot say, oh, well, kaya nangyari yan kasi it is God's will. Of course not. No? Not everything that happens no, uh, is parang God's will. 
And also we have to understand na God's sovereignty doesn't mean that He has to be parang lording over everything. He has to be in control of everything. He allows human beings to have freedom, no? To make choices. And some of our choices are wrong. And tayo bilang the church should be able to say that something is wrong and something is not right. At hindi ibig sabihin rebellious tayo. We all have to find our proper voice, you know, sa lipunan natin, but we must do so with humble hearts. Hindi tayo parang palaaway at mapagusga, but rather if something is wrong, we say we believe it is wrong and it, there must be proof of that, you know, when we speak like that. Hindi yung parang sarado yung isipan natin. If we say something is wrong and then through the facts proven na mali tayo, we must admit mali tayo sa conclusion natin. You know, uh, so in other words, the gospel uh, teaches us to be submissive, okay, uh, toward governing authorities. That's what the gov the gospel teaches us. Now I don't have really a lot of time. Me just mobra ako, but really the point here is that uh, this passage is not telling us na okay, hindi tayo pwede magsalita or Pag nagsalita ka, rebellious ka na, or dapat tanggapin mo kung sino yung nandyan, talagang God's will yan. No, those things are not in the scriptures. Okay? They are not taught in the scriptures. Sometimes, merong mga tao who become part of, uh, who have who nagiging leader, you know, pero not because it is God's will. Uh, sometimes, it's because of the will of those who put him there. Okay? And so, pag nangyari yan, of course, alam natin that that person you know, has been permitted by God. Yun, we can say that. God has permitted that person to rule. And so, we submit ourselves to God. We submit to that person out of reverence for God. But not because parang, you know, uh, sasabihin natin, uh, okay, well, si, kunyari, si Hitler na yung naging leader natin. So, wala tayong magagawa kasi, kasi God's will yan. We don't say things like that. You know, instead we say, Lord, um, we trust in you. Okay, kung ito yung leader ngayon, we would submit as far as our conscience is concerned. Pero if something is wrong, we will speak out because we are your people. And when we speak out, we shall do so with respect. And we will not become rebellious in our hearts. Amen? And we will only honor those who really we owe honor to. Okay? Kapag ang isang tao ay mabuti at... Um, I will honor that person. But I will not honor a person just because meron siyang title. No? Uh, but I would respect that person. Iba yun. Respect and honor are two different things. Alright, so that's a, this is a tough passage. And um, anyway, the basic thing na gusto kong sabihin dito is that yung gospel natin teaches us to be submissive. Hindi yung rebelde, Lahat na lang ng tao inaaway, lahat na lang tao inuhusgahan, lahat na lang ng tao parang gusto katunggali. We are to be a people who are quiet and humble. And if necessary, we may speak out, but do so with humility and not force our way. So learn to trust God sa lahat ng bagay. Let us pray. Lord, um, thank you so much that we are now a new creation. And the Spirit of God is the one ruling our lives. Hindi na po kami kailangan na maging katulad nun dati, na lahat na lang ng bagay 
rebelde o nag-ipag-away. But we are to have a humble attitude and we are to respect those who are over us, who have authority over us. We should not speak evil of our leaders. And uh, at the same time, Panginoon, uh, help us to maintain yung aming integrity, yung conscience namin, to be salt and light in this world, na kung merong mali, have us the, give us the courage to speak, pero to do so not with a prideful attitude, but with a humble heart and with due respect to those in authority. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon, for teaching us your ways. Renew our minds, Panginoon. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.